Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. So today I am extremely happy to talk with Brian Murray, who did an eight-day water fast and had to stop it because of side effects, which is very, very reasonable. And uh, fasting is one option to lose weight. Uh, the best option really is intermittent fasting, where you fast for a um, different period of time. It can be very short or it can be for 24 hours or even 72 hours. And that is all part of my weight loss program, the Body, Mind and Spirit Transformation. If you want to learn more about it, I invite you to go to https aim4brainhealth.com slash transform where you find more information about this amazing and very well working program, which is actually independent of a certain method to lose weight. It focuses on a true uh, a transformation uh, and long-term support. So Brian and I are talking today about omega-3 and omega-3 ratio. And uh, I'm happy to talk about that again because it is so important for brain health, heart health and general health. And if you hear a little puppy... Uh, whining or barking. It's our little Pomeranian puppy, Rudy, who is just three months old and doesn't understand that you can't chew cables. So that's why he can't be with us. So now all about Omega-3 Index with Brian Murray. Hi, it's Dr. Christine again with Brian Murray. How are you? I'm back. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, good. Getting busy, hmm? Very yeah. busy. Now today we wanted to talk about your Omega-3 Index Report. This is actually a very important test and we did it because you ate junk for three months when you had the thick stress before you started your fast and then uh, returned to a healthy lifestyle. Right. And the omega-3-6 ratio is the relationship of omega-3 fatty acids, which are essential for our heart health, for our brain health, for our general health, with omega-6 uh, fatty acids, which are also essential, but often in excess in our lifestyle, especially if we eat junk. The ratio should ideally be between 10 and 12%. 
yours was 3.6%. So let me ask you a question because I've seen it a, a little different. Mm -hmm. I've seen it actually is in um, ratios of 3 to 6. That's what it is, yeah. It, it, so 50-50 ratio is what I heard what was... It's ideal, 1 to 1. That would be a ratio of actually 50% which right. nobody achieves right, right and that's why we say desirable is 10 to 12% that's a ratio of 1 to 10 which is still not ideal but it's acceptable yes and the weird thing is the lower it is the more inflammation we have in our body Right. And inflammation is now being linked not only to heart disease, diabetes, dementia, and all uh, cancer even, and autoimmune diseases. So inflammation can be caused by many things in our modern diet, high in junk food, high in de uh, denatured vegetable oils that are really not good for you, and low in healthy saturated fats and omega-3 unsaturated fats that are mostly found the EPA DHA variant in fish and seafood, krill, krill oil, fish oil, fatty fish, the smaller the better, anchovy, mackerel, herring, sardines, tuna to a certain extent it has quite, quite high mercury, wild salmon, I'm not a fan of it because it is extinct, uh, it can be extinct if you eat too much of it. But farmed salmon really is not that good. It only has half of the omega-3s and so many toxins. So it's tough, but when you need supplements, you have to go get go, go a good, good preparation. But I find it very interesting that after only three months of eating junk, your omega-3 index was in the red danger zone. Right. Three months increases your risk for heart disease, stroke, dementia, and all those nasties that we don't want. Now, you get more with your omega-3 index. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with mm. this here. This is, this is up your alley talking yeah. about this here. So maybe you could just explain it all. I don't have too much to yeah, say yeah, yeah. because I didn't really understand a lot of it. Uh, and here, actually, they put the ratios in those uh, things that you know. Yours is 8.5 to 1, which is still not good. Desirable is 3 to 1 to 5 to 1, omega 6 to 3. So it's not good. And AA, which is arachidonic acid, an inflammatory acid where prostaglandins that cause pain are produced, uh, should be low. And yours is 21 to 1, and it should be 2.5 to 11.1. So it's not good, too. So that is something that produces pain and it also can produce anxiety, depression and depletes your dopamine in the brain. It's really serious with the omega-3s. Okay, and you get your trans fat index and thankfully through the elimination of trans fats out of our foods, your index is good. Yeah. Because even our junk food <laughs> does not contain trans fats much anymore, unless you eat icing out of the jar or something like that, which some people do. I did it when I came to Canada. I was so depressed. I ate whatever came across. <laughs> it's really not good. Now you get a full fatty acid profile report. That's really interesting. And it shows you 
how much actually you have in alpha linolenic acid, in EPA, in uh, DPA and in DHA and in omega-6 uh, fatty acids, especially in the linoleic acid. And that has been actually linked to better health. So that's good. It's in olive oil, for example, linoleic acid. And then we have, of course, uh, uh, the thing that uh, vegans or vegetarians say, they don't want to eat fish, they don't want to eat fish oil. The only source of actually DHA and EPA in uh, non-marine uh, animal vegetation is algae oil, which is very expensive. But it is there, but you have to take a lot. And the other source of omega-3 from plant sources that many people say is seeds like flax seeds but that is alpha linoleic acid mm -hmm. and that has to be transformed by the body into what the body needs which is EPA and DHA that's the cell building blocks every cell membrane has it now the ratio of of uh, transfer from ALA from plant sources like seeds to EPA and DHA in most people is less than 1%. It's really bad and in some people it's as low as 0.1%. So it could be that even if you eat flax seeds all you can, you are still deficient in EPA and DHA and have brain issues. So it's always good to measure that with a little stick in your finger, and, and there it is. So is it so? Uh, is is, this, is brain issues the only issue? No, omega three fatty acids. It's really just a chemical term. There's omega three with a double bind in the three position. Omega sixes with a double bind in the six position. Omega nines with a double bind in the nine position. They are all important for us, but. In our modern lifestyle, usually we eat way too many omega-6s. Mm -hmm. All prepared foods, fatty uh, fried foods, for example, when you buy them, are fried in vegetable oil. It's cheap. That is high in denaturated, degraded omega-6. And that gets built in your cells and sadly makes the cell membranes unstable. Mm. So then the unstable cell membranes can break down, cause cancer, inflammation, and all the associated illnesses from depression, anxiety, aggressiveness, Alzheimer's, to cancer, heart disease, and diabetes, and autoimmune diseases. It's really not a good thing to be deficient in omega-3s, and it has been identified more important for your heart health than the, uh, the cholesterol ratios that we do regularly in medicine. Actually, cholesterol is a necessary building block for our cell membranes. Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. we have too little, we die. There are good statistics from over the years on hundred thousands of people that higher cholesterol, total cholesterol, HDL, LDL, let's just call it cholesterol. High cholesterol, especially in women, reduces your risk of heart attacks and dying by up to 40%.
It's, um, <clears throat> we can talk about that one mm. day. I, I researched a lot of that. I was the poster child for why not to take cholesterol drugs. Mm. I had like 20 side effects and, uh, mm -hmm. well, and we'll post that one yes, day. Yes, we my, do that. I, yeah, I, I, I have it. About 15 years ago and it, it, oh, it was bad. I, I, I got uh, everything. I, I was the poster child. Why not to take yeah. them? And when I researched them, I realized that <clears throat> There's a chance that it can decrease your chance of having a heart attack. If you already had a heart attack, especially. Especially. But even they say, if you didn't, there is a chance that it can decrease it. But it increases other things. The lower it goes, the higher your incidence of other things go. And I won't get into all the topics of that because we'll talk about that. But it's like, now the doctor has to make a judgment call. Is lowering the cholesterol to prevent the heart attack more beneficial than the other things that by lowering the cholesterol will increase your chances of getting. So somebody's got to make this call and when you do the research on it, it's like kind of 50-50. And this brings us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Brian Murray about omega-3s, omega-3 ratios and cholesterol. Listening to part two of the radio show. So in part one, we covered the uh, general omega-3 ratio and we ended by talking about cholesterol, cholesterol-lowering medications and the real science behind that because uh, there's really not much real evidence that it uh, reduces deaths from heart disease and especially from all causes. So listen in as Brian and I discuss this further. I, I did the research too, and interestingly, all the studies on statins have been scored to a certain way. They, yes, they reduce the risk for heart attack, but 100 people have to take a statin for five years for one heart attack to be prevented. And the all-cause mortality, that means your risk to die from whatever, is higher. It, um, so the risk from a heart attack is lower, but your risk of dying from whatever is higher. Well, now, is that worth it? Well, my, my, my results when I was researching it was that the lower your cholesterol goes, the higher your incidence of colon cancer was. Not to say, dementia, mental illness, heart attacks in the end is higher with low cholesterol. 
It's it's just it, 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 it's, it's hard a, to believe, it, but it's true. There was the um, there's two types of uh, strokes mm -hmm. have, and I forget which. It's one. a hemorrhagic stroke that is a bleeding, right. and there's an ischemic stroke, and that is caused by clogged arteries. Right. That's right. the one that they want to prevent, but it really doesn't. Right. So so it's your your chances of stroke increases. Your chances of colon cancer increases. And your chances of heart attack decreases. Maybe. So, so do you? The maybe. So, do you want to have a? Do you want to have a heart attack, or do you want to get colon cancer? Do you want to have a heart attack, or do you want to get dementia? That's for me is, is 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 worse. Sure. And and the the reason that it may prevent heart attacks, it's only valid for populations that eat a high omega six ratio diet, because they did a comparison of cholesterol and omega-3 uh, concentrations in blood and the omega-3 concentration actually was more accurate in predicting heart attack risk than the cholesterol and they have a lot of epidemiologic, epidemiologic data from different cultures and populations. The Japanese, for example, eat a lot, a ton of fat. Their cholesterol is very high. They have a very low risk of heart attacks mm -hmm. because they eat their fat as fish and seafood. The opposite in the Russian countries, and I just subsum them, the fat consumption is not that Good, not that much. The cholesterol is rather on the lower edge, and even if the risk, like smoking and all, is it allowed for, the Russians have a uh, eighteen hundred times higher heart attack risk mm -hmm. without having higher cholesterol. So, what's going on? Maybe it's not the cholesterol. Maybe it's just an association. Statistic and association is two very different things. There is, for example, an association of soap use and intelligence. People that use more soap are, on average, more intelligent. <laughs> now, does soap cause you to be intelligent? <laughs> now, that's a classic example that people don't believe. But if you say the same things about cholesterol and heart disease, suddenly it's more believable. I don't know why. It's the same association. The problem, the problem I had, and one of the statistics I remembered mm -hmm. was um, it's, it, the cholesterol drugs is a big deal it, oh. worldwide, North America especially. It's one of the most prescribed drugs. Blah blah blah. They get kids on most it now. Most revenue for pharmaceutical industry. And every point one that they drop, it adds one million people in North America that now have to take the drugs. Plus, the people who are taking the drugs have to take more because they have to get that number down even more. So the billions of dollars that's being made by the pharmaceutical companies, just by having the government say, well, let's go from 3.9 to 3.8 or whatever, makes enormous amounts of money. And especially in North America, where we are, uh, we are driven by money, is it, is it any surprise that the numbers keep dropping and the profits keep going up? And the thing is, on the other hand, Alzheimer's is increasing rapidly. Yes. Now, is that an association? Is it genetic? No. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. There's no clear 
uh, cause and uh, relationship, but it's proven that very low cholesterol increases your risk for Alzheimer's. So maybe you shouldn't. And there's actually studies on people with familiar high, high cholesterol that is over 1,000 in the old units. That's extremely high. They don't die from heart attack more often than others. They live just as often in the 70s and 80s. And that study is from 1966. Hmm. There's a lot of good old studies before we had the tendency to believe everything that the pharmaceutical industry tells us. And there's good drugs and there's cases where those drugs are appropriate. But I personally choose not to take them. But please, if you are on a statin or another cholesterol-reducing drug, do not stop it without first talking to your doctor about your individual case because it can be risky if you stop it and do not have the right diet in place or have certain diseases that actually make them helpful. So please do not just stop any medications because other people say so. Ask your healthcare provider, your licensed physician for advice first. But I found the omega-3-6 ratio test and the fatty acid analysis that comes with it very, very helpful to determine your risk for dying and heart disease and other diseases as well as guide you in determining how much to substitute and if your substitution is actually working. Because there's the problem with most uh, scientific studies, they measure the intake of omega-3s maybe, and they do not measure the actual levels of omega-3s in your blood. And that can be very different depending on your gut microbiome, the bacteria in your gut, the absorption of fish oil can be very different and also depending on when you eat them, what you have with them, because like all fat-soluble substances, they are better absorbed when you eat them with dietary fat. So if you choose to eat a very low-fat diet and then add fish oil capsules, you might not absorb them properly. So that's all considerations to take and I invite you to contact me uh, at communityradio.ca or at uh, christine at docchristine.com if you would like to have your own omega-3-6 ratio done and it's not very expensive. And uh, it is a test that everybody should have regularly uh, together with other tests. And before I close this show, I would like to invite you, if weight loss is an issue with you, for you, for your family, if you know somebody that has tried it before and gained it all back, is yo-yo dieting, if you're not sure which of the hundreds of diets out there is for you, please contact me and I'll talk to you. There's no strings attached. I'll be happy to guide you in a direction that will work for you.
And the easiest way to contact me is to just book one of the free appointments, no strings attached, on my website. My website is DOCChristine, so it's Doc Christine, D-O-C-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com. And I'm always happy to help. And this brings us to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact me, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca or you can contact me through my website docchristine.com D-O-C-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com. I'm always grateful for any feedback. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.